And you are back on the Tortoise and Hare experience. You just heard the song Kiss My Troublemaker uh, by our coming guests, which are The Drills, which you can find at thedrills.com. But just how we start every show, we always start it off with an experience. And uh, who wants to go first? I'm going to have you go first, Max. What has been your experience? Yeah, the last time that we... we (laughs) I broke down. I really broke down. He totally broke down. He just broke up with his girlfriend, and he was like... No, I didn't I didn't do that. I know better to like okay. you know. Yeah, no, but it was yeah, not good. No. <laughs> yeah, it was a moment. It so was. what we do is we talk about our experience from our last show. Oh nice. to now. So um, let's see, what experience have I had? Uh, okay, I have one for you. Um, my, one of my bands, uh, Downtown Attraction is a very, very hot rock band. And uh, they just signed this week. Um, Awesome. They signed a new record deal. Nice. Yeah, with ESMG Sony. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we've been going through that. And uh, the pressure of that is, like, kind of insane. As you guys know, as as Phil and Daniel know, that doing, yeah, doing a deal is a lot of red tape, a lot of, you know, paperwork, a lot of, like, you know, bullshit. fingers. Yeah, Yeah. right? Exactly. And then the lawyers are like, (laughs) "Ah, we can take it's cool. Yeah, yeah. We'll retainer. just charge you another ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. yeah. How long was that phone wow. call? <laughs> <laughs> They're counting down. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, congratulations to Downtown Attraction. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, they're playing tomorrow night at, um, which you won't hear this until Thursday, but you know, they last, last night, night. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> oh man. At Bordner's, and with our next guest, Michael Grant, he's also on that show. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, my yeah. experience is it's been a. a a troublesome month uh, for me. I, uh, you know, dude, it's the beginning of the year. I know it's already troublesome, no, and it's it's all the spillover from like last year that that's going on. And uh, I broke up with my girlfriend, and then a friend of mine passed away. Oh. He was in a yeah, he was in a car uh, accident. Oh, that's, oh, terrible. that's the worst. And um, so I just had uh, his funeral uh, a couple days ago, and uh, it was real weird to see some of my friends from high school. Uh, and it was also good because I, you know, reconnected with them. That's cool. But the experience that I had was I, I'm experiencing this this weird part in my life where yeah. all my friends are, are adults. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. How did that That's happen? One thing, and the other thing that happens too is you you, you feel the immortality of your own life when you, yeah. a friend that was your age. Right. Yeah. Actually, he was younger than me. See, it's definitely it's a time to reflect. You're like, whoa, wait a minute, let me. Right. Yeah. Think and, about it. And he was like one of these guys that like definitely uh, he sees the day. He was a very spur of the moment, you know, kind of guy. And I'm not necessarily that spur of the moment. I'm somewhat reserved just because like, you know, I'm always thinking about the future and about, you know, cash and about, you know, those stupid things that I shouldn't be gas, yeah. you know, Daily, little, little things. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to change my life to maybe get some sort of carpe diem in me or something like that. Yeah. As a Reiki practitioner, a lot of my patients every day, you know, that's their thing is they want to live, you know, now in in today, in the present moment instead of sitting in the back or, you know, worrying about what's already happened or thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow, but actually living today. So I try to help them through that. Um, so you need to come in. Yeah, live in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. Always, like, it's a good thing you got a positive it, thing never have a negative thing. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really yeah, important. if you walk away with something like, like, like something like that, mm-hmm. and it's 
It's definitely good to have the positive outlook. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Otherwise, you get really dark. You go oh, the other way. Okay. Okay. Is is that what you guys do? By the way, uh, with us is the drills. I don't know if we've already said that or not. Well, we kind of did, but right. Good. You good. Can say it every five minutes. <laughs> the, the drills. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Check them out. Uh, you guys have a new album out, right? Yes. Finally. That's that, so cool. That was that took a little That's while. That's my to dog record. Batman on the cover. That is the cutest little puppy ever. It is three pounds. He's so cute. And you have a terror. couple of dogs, don't you? I have, I have an, another dog. Her name is Posey. I think yeah. I saw that dog. Uh, I was looking at your uh, Facebook, and is that the dog that opened up the... Uh, oh, no, that's Willow. That's my girlfriend's dog. Willow. <laughs> yeah, she, the door. Willow. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, she opens the studio door outward. It's like, how the... Jeremy how Shepherd. That, that was amazing. Yeah. Nice. I'm always like, what are you talking about, Willow? <laughs> <laughs> he is. I love that dog. Yeah, that dog's awesome. So the album is... Uh, we play instruments and shit, <laughs> right? Uh, you want to hear the story? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. So last June 2012, we went and did a, a tour in the UK. And the, the night before, it's two bands. It was Dorje and the Drills. And the night before we left for the first show, um, we all had dinner in this restaurant. It was like the lobby restaurant. It's the lobby wherever hotel, right? so hotel we're staying. We're all getting to know each other, that kind of thing. Hey, this is going to be fun. And we're talking about Zeppelin and ACDC. And the waitress was like, Wait, who's that? I remember the waitress's what? name was India. It was India. Yeah. So... She's like, who's that? And we're like, wait a minute. I'm like, you've never heard of ACDC or Zeppelin? She goes, no. I'm like, how old are you? Because I don't care if you're 18 or 8. Everybody's yeah. heard of ACDC or Zeppelin. Right? I had to like hold Phil back because he was going to punch her. She goes, not really. But anyways, it led to this. Her, her next comment was, oh, so you guys are in a band? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, so you play instruments and shit? <laughs> yeah, that kind of band. I'm like, well, there's uh, the title of our new record. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to do with it. With a name like India, you would expect that she wouldn't know that. But she wasn't. Oh, she didn't no, look no, no, like she, she, she looked she like she knew. She was just, she was just a, a Brit, eighteen-year-old waitress who just vapid. Let's Zeppelin. It's from <laughs> England. She's there. I don't know. That's just not right. Yeah, that was right. funny. Now, Phil, you, I, I'm looking at you, and you did something that I've always wanted to do, and that was have the pierced eyebrow. Yeah. How long have you had that, if you don't mind me? Yeah, since the whole 1999. Time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> since he got since, it. Since 1999, and I remember why I got it done. I was working at a studio, and we were tracking... Um, Tommy Lee's Methods of Mayhem record, and the engineer was like, yo, man, I'm going to get something pierced, and I don't want to go by myself. If you want to get something pierced, I'll, I'll buy. I'm buying. I'm like, I've never heard of that in my, my life. Hey, I'm buying drinks. I'm buying piercings. You know, like that. So I went and got this done. I never even thought about it till that moment, and he got his nipples pierced or something like that, and which... They've been soulmates ever since. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll buy the soap. You know, you have to keep it clean after you get it done so sure. and, and you know what's funny I, it's one of those piercings like I guess I, I mean, I'm a slow healer around my face because it took a while to heal and then once it healed I mean six months down the road the alarm my alarm clock went off and scared the crap out of me and I woke up like Ugh, and drove my <laughs> knuckle oh, into my and it just painful. I go ow and I put my head down and there was blood trickling into my eye and oh. I just to open it up again but since I haven't had any problems well, very cool you know it's there. now you know it's there because of that now I know because yeah exactly do you ever take it out no no I'm thinking of taking it out now I feel like you know I'm I had a couple when I was young 
um, in my face as well. In um, your face? Yeah, on my lip. Your and lip. The Blink-182. Um, well, oh. it was like... Or did you have the Jane Child, which was the, 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 the thing with the chain to the ear? Wasn't that dope? It's cool. Aren't you Yeah, but you do your hair and it's like... Yeah. No, I couldn't do that. No. But now, you know, I look at my face and it's like I can see the hole and it really bothers me. So I was thinking... It bothers me. I can't see it from here. See, I would probably see the hole and probably go, man, I should have left it in. Maybe I'll just change it with Well, I was thinking maybe I should be... That'd be cool. Through my face. I think that would really be cool. Be awesome. Yeah, but you know, like I had kids and stuff, so I... You had to grow up. And stuff. And I never wanted... You know, and shit. And I didn't want them to... um, you know, see that in me, and and they didn't even know right. for like years. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you know, I think it's kind of right. Yeah, because actually. You had a few though. Where were the others? Um. Well, I had like three oh, here. It's three on, on the bottom of you. Is there any photos of that? Because oh, you sure. take a drink, and doesn't it like leak out? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I drink through a straw because like I'm a chick. Yeah. <laughs> you had a routine. I did. Drink. Yeah, and I wouldn't mess up my lipstick, and that sounds good. good. <laughs> Yeah. So wicked. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Wicked. Wicked. Very wicked. Where, where are you from? Daniel, me and you, Daniel, we have known each other off and on. I want to say for at least four years. You can say that. And um, I saw you perform, but this was just you on your solo yeah, project yeah, of I just had a solo you. Solo project. That's so funny. When I walked in, I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it, was, it was a good experience. It was a good like, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're alive because there was a there was a time where <laughs> I was trying to work with you. And then you thought he died. No, you just felt. You fell off the face of the earth. You literally fell off the face really? of the earth. Yeah. But this I'm busy. Point, right? I'm pretty damn busy. So I never go out uh, unless I'm playing, uh, which isn't good, but that's... Maybe that's why I haven't seen you. But yeah, no, that's if the drag the dragonfly that might have even been the last time I played. Wow! Like solo thing. I, I write all the time. I have like a, a handful of songs that I'm trying to weed through to put on the same CD. But you know, I playing in the drills and just being a bass player and songwriter musician. That's pretty much. All I think I that's do. why we we click so well as musicians because he's also a songwriter. Also a singer. So when we get together and and, and hash out the drill stuff, it's like uh, it's there's like a general really respect. When I'm yeah. not the songwriter and I'm learning stuff, like as Phil wrote, writes the majority of the drills. So when I learn it, I really want to learn it exact and then go from there to put my own thing on it. But you know, it's like because I've been in bands where people learn half. Yeah, it's cool. I kind of got it. Which you is know, it's, it's, yeah. the cool thing is, is when you actually take time doing stuff like a lot of we used to I mean ages ago I used to go okay the bass just goes like this right Boom, but down. now I think and it's when it's a three piece and you have to really fill the space right I figure if the guitar is not doing something or the, there isn't a drum fill or the ba- or the vocal isn't doing something the bass should do something so that became the new drills uh, format when we started recording and then um, yeah now we kind of have a routine we really spent a lot of time on bass oh I thought you meant this 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 record has a new routine like it's well, a, we're really well I mean we've been the mindset's totally different yeah but we've been doing it like even Sunny Days on the first record it had a bass line in the chorus mm-hmm. like it starts with the bass because it takes us two beats for the vocal to come in right so always wanted to fill those spaces just to make it interesting on this record we spent so much time on bass the payoff is you get tweets like man I just listened to the record great songs great guitar tones great bass lines <laughs> <laughs> well you know that's the thing that. about the drill 
girls is that there's so much going on. There, you know, it fills every sense that you have because there's so much going on and it's so it's, much fun. Yeah, it sounds. I like that you said that, but it doesn't. <laughs> To somebody that hasn't heard it, it's not busy. It doesn't sound no, busy. No, it doesn't sound busy. Like, yeah, because I've heard other things that sound Every like time you salad. listen to it, you can find something else yeah, 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 that's yeah. like exciting and new yeah. in that song that you just listen to 15 times in a row. Because that's what I do with the drill right, right, right. It's like a great movie. Right. Every time you see a great movie, I didn't, I forgot that part, or I didn't see that part last time. And we definitely yeah. work at it to make it sound everything separate. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to just fixate on the drum part or what, the, the guitar part, you're like, whoa, look at all that. Look what's going on there. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. still separate. color inside the lines. Yeah, yeah, you know, the last record I listened to uh, with uh, Jose from After that yeah. you were in. Which I played bass for right, that too. Which is crazy. <laughs> um, we would listen to that so many times in a row, especially like Air Hockey Champion of the World. <laughs> um, and, you know, then we'd shut it off and we'd sing it. You know, it oh, that's going back to the UK thing. That was a cool thing about the UK because after the first show, we didn't have to sing any of our choruses because they sang them, the whole crowd. They all sang. They knew the chorus and they sang them all for us. It was amazing. Well, it yeah. was amazing. We didn't know Speaking of that right. song, I just like when when we the first night, the first night we played in the UK, we we started that song and then we started that. Oh well. I'm like, what the hell? I thought there was something wrong with the mic. And yeah. I look over at him and then it kind of clicked in that everybody was singing it. Yeah. I'm like, the whole room. I'm like, how, this is our first night there. I'm like, how the hell do they even know that stuff? Like, I know. We awesome. didn't know what to expect, which is really awesome because you walk in. No and expectations. And even like the booker never heard of us, but hey, we sold tickets and then there's a lineup down the street and then the place is packed can we have them back that kind of thing right <laughs> yeah. so that's how it happened everywhere we went so that's why we're going back this february but i remember looking at dan after the whole room went ow ow and um and air hockey and we're looking at each other going, what the fuck yeah i thought there's a run like wow it's weird because like, <laughs> i'm thinking they're not gonna know that that's an awesome surprise because i figure okay most of our fans follow me on youtube because they love the guitar demos that i do or they love the you know the guitar stylings and stuff like that so i thought it was going to be like a, a guitar audience but when you go on stage and everybody knows all the lyrics to all your songs i'm, I'm i was like so touched it was yeah, like amazing beautiful. yeah yeah and then we come back to la and <laughs> play show <laughs> it was like what Whoops. you don't know that song <laughs> yeah don't, um, don't break down the walls yeah. here thank I you know. very much i, I think i think when i when you saw me that that last show too i think dog boy was the drummer because he? he also was in the drills it was like a Morphing of the drills and whatever. Yeah, we're, we're always, I just thinking back. We're always that. changing up our drummers. <laughs> <laughs> is that, have you found a consistent drummer yet? We just got a Actually, his name is Randy Cook, and he's going to be. Oh. He's. Yeah. I just talked to him like last night. Crazy. Well, I saw him last, last night? night. What? Weird. That's what a small crazy. planet. <laughs> it's a small what? world. Um, we uh. Right, we're all somehow interconnected. It is very yeah. <laughs> right? Today well, definitely we're all connected. Randy for sure. did some shows with us in, in the beginning, um, but he always he's got been busy. off and like. Here and there, off and on, but like every time he's been available, he's done things for us. Well, so he played on three songs on the first record, one song on the first, on the second record, and then like eight on no seven. He's always been busy. Eight on, but, the, on but the last record. Over the holidays, he's decided to try to not be as busy he for goes, us. I, I want to be in a band again, and we were like, "Well, we've been waiting for you to say that, you know." Yay! So I mean, yeah. it's it's Loving always it. and it's Canadian. So we're now we're on a full Canadian band. Yeah. Weird. That's it sucks so when you have cool. to tell the, the guy that's been in the band for the last year and a half that he's not. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you handle that? It was pretty hard because yeah, it w the circumstances were we didn't get rid of Kevin, Kevin Kapler, because he was bad, 
It wasn't, and it wasn't like a personality thing. It wasn't. Yeah, we got along great. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like every other band situation where like, hey, dude, you're really messing up. You gotta go. Uh, it was kind. Of, it was really hard. Um, yeah, the guy that we always wanted became available. Exactly. Yeah. That was the That's pretty. Tough. That was the real reason. So uh, definitely felt bad. Um, still do. It's <laughs> because Kevin's a great guy. So, but he's definitely definitely a good drummer, and he you'll see him. Yeah. He plays, yeah. you know, when he's not, when he wasn't playing with the drills, he he plays yeah. with Dizzy from Guns N' Roses. Yeah. He's always been that would just be really difficult, you know, difficult. to leave the drills. I mean, because really, you guys are just, just smoking hot band, you know, and oh, so thanks. much fun. You know, how could you want to ever leave that, you know? Yeah. And that's got to be like, you go home and go. Okay, you're making me feel even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Matt. Bigger dick. <laughs> Sorry. Two weeks ago. I feel like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Randy no. is good. Yeah, he's, Randy's, he's been, Randy's He's been busy. He's played with everybody. He's played with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Should we Phil, mention you, you and I have a weird connection that I just found out about. I didn't know Uh-oh. that you wrote for Alice. I had no idea. Alice, Alice what? Alice Cooper? Cooper? I didn't write. You didn't write? No, I, I played on... I did a bunch of overdubs on... Brutal Planet. Yeah, well, I see. I didn't write, but yeah. Alice there's connection, connection there. Alice yeah. Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Nice face. Nice. Yeah, oh, Glenn's, yeah, Glenn's been with them for a, couple, a year and a half. Yeah, our buddy Glenn Sobel. Glenn Sobel. Yeah. And this is another drummer that we talk about all the time. He goes, dude, I'd, I'd love to be in the drills. I go, yeah, but we don't have Alice Cooper money, so it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, but when you do... He doesn't have Alice Cooper money anymore. Well, we got Randy now. We're really stoked to have Pretty Randy. Pretty darn awesome. happy. And that's like, that's that was another point with um, with Kevin. We're like, there's, a, there's always been a, 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 a chemistry thing with Randy that... Being in, have being have played have played in a bunch of bands throughout the years, realizing that chemistry is like the most important thing, and it's so hard to come by. Yeah. When it is there, man, you can't take it for granted. Well, it's like if I'm if I'm okay, I'm up front, I'm doing lead guitar, I'm doing lead vocals. If I look at the band behind me as the canvas, and the best canvas I've ever had has been. Dan and, and Randy, so um, I feel like I can do anything. I feel like there's no limits. You know, yeah, some, like some drummers you play with, and if and Dan if Dan doesn't lock with him, whether it's a bad night or whether it's you know and, you know like an inconsistent thing or whether it's like he's just not locking in right. It's it's like I'm up front going, oh, it feels like it feels it feels weird to me. But when it's it's Randy and Dan. Well, you're singing, you're singing and playing uh, all those guitar parts, so you got a lot of stuff to do. So. You don't want. You want to feel comfortable knowing who's behind you has got your back. And that's the so, other thing. There's no eye contact. I'm singing and playing, facing that way, and they're behind me. So yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. I can watch the drummer make sure he hits the cymbal on the downbeat. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So you're just focusing on more energy type thing. It's energy. It's connecting with the audience. You know. Yeah, we have a set list, kinda, but we don't really look at it. It's like really feeling. <laughs> like we know the songs we're gonna play, but we're like, he'll just yell something out that was like he knows. He knows the song we've been playing together for long time so he knows songs that I know and it might not even been like we haven't played it in three weeks or a month or a year he's like yeah. oh, I know he knows that one so he'll just start playing it like, because he feels that the audience at the time is really gonna dig it yeah. so and it's really cool because well, we do requests too and, and, and the really cool thing about that is like our set list was and when we did six shows in the UK it was three songs 
I mean, and yeah, the first three songs we know we're like gonna like do. Two hours. Yeah. So three songs, and then we wing it. So I, and I go, hey, what do you guys want to hear? And sometimes they yell like, I wish my beer was as cold as your heart by the Drills. Sometimes they yell Funk 49 by the James Gang. We'll just go into it. So <laughs> yeah. we have a great time. We know what the last song is too. We always end with fire. Yeah, exactly. First three songs and the last song by Hendrix, and that's our finale. And the problem with having such a killer finale, and I'll, I'll say so myself, it's a killer finale. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with having such a killer finale is that we, we can't do an encore. We yeah, that's happened before. We're like, ourselves. hey, one more tune. We're like, what can we play for that song? We can't do anything. It's like 10,000 beats per minute. <laughs> it just has a lot of energy and like extended solos, and it's it's crazy. People just kind of freak out yeah. about that, it. That, yeah. That's where you do the exact opposite. You do something like Puff the Magic Dragon or something yeah. like that. You know? I was thinking about that. We could do something like that, definitely. Or like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or Michael Rowe the Boat Ashore. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a sing along in the round. Yeah. yeah. For, for the final encore. Well, guys, uh, Thank you so much for being on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Um, go check out these guys, thedrills.com or philx.tv. There you can uh, see a bunch of videos. And what I like, too, uh, and, um, real quick, uh, I, I liked um, some of the engineering tips that you give. Uh, oh, I, I watch YouTube, that stuff. I'm like, right? that's awesome. It's yeah. really amazing and very helpful. I'm not saying I'm the greatest engineer in the world. Uh, I'm an aspiring engineer. Right. And and some of the tips that you give, I'm just like, oh, that's brilliant. Or especially like with the different types of uh, microphones and using both of them to get the same sound, but like get those different contrasts. I've, very helpful, very uh, helpful. So especially thank you so guitar, much. Guitar too, because it's like a guitar is its own little monster. If you have the wrong mic with an amazing amp player, it's gonna sound something funky, you know. Right. But since Phil's played on everybody's record <laughs> under the sun, he's picked up every tip you can get. So do you guys have any performances coming up? Yeah, we do. Um, we're playing at the NAMM show in Anaheim um, yeah. Thursday night. We're doing a Friedman party with Steve Stevens. Nice. And um, that's at the White House Event Center. On Saturday, there's a hall in. Uh, there's a. Do we know the hall yet? At, we don't know the hall yet. To be announced. Arsenio? Arsenio <laughs> Hall at <Sarah. laughs> The Marriott that's right on the convention, by the convention center. We're playing there. We're doing a Yamaha event at 10 o'clock. And then uh, on. On Monday, Nam Monday, the 28th, we're playing at the House of Blues with Steel Panther. Very cool. So, like in L.A., though. Yeah, right? in L.A. So that's anybody in town. It's the House of Blues. And come yeah. early because we're on at 9.30. 9.30? Yeah, we're doing, like, they put a band between, I guess they need a buffer between the drills and the Steel Panther. <laughs> 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 what's going on? Give us a scoop. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a good show. It's going to be fun. <laughs> you need a buffer. Everybody needs to calm down after the show. <laughs> that's cool. Get yeah. back into the, oh, right. now we can watch Steel Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. For all all dates and more information, make sure to check them out on their website, thedrills.com and philx.tv. Guys, thank you so much, and we leave you now with Blow My Brains Out. Excellent. Thank you. The whistle song. The whistle song.
rise into the spark Light in my darkest dream Ignite, we're burning it down When passions are drunk, you see Tonight, I'm ready to laugh Ready to laugh to the and hair experience and uh, you just heard the song Incendiary by our guest which you can find on their Facebook facebook.com slash Michael Grant official Michael Grant welcome hello pleasure to be here <laughs> oh so now you're British just for the intro <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and then I That's become it. an American oh darn sandwiches sandwiches <laughs> I, I love sandwiches I love them too on gluten free bread so Michael Grant and the Assassins that so. is uh, your band I, I, I love a musician that carries around Assassins with them well, tell me about <laughs> so that decision <laughs> uh, the Assassins is just a it's an image, I guess, you put in your head and like, oh my God. It's actually a big contrast because some of our songs are not that hard. It's like something that's ironic. You know, people are like, oh my God, the assassins are going to be so fucking hard. And you come out all sweet. Hey. All sweet. <laughs> making love to your eardrums. <laughs> like, wow, I didn't know assassins could be so sweet. <laughs> well, Incendiary, the song that we just heard, that song is a pretty, you know, hard song. Right. Yeah, not so sweet. No. No, so but you guys look sweet. Well, yeah, except for the guy with the mohawk. We like to we like to dabble in the dark side and in the light as well. Yeah, you know. Um, That's what I like about you guys. I'm a singer songwriter, so I just like to write songs, uh, not really focus on like, oh, we have a style and it has to be this style. It's more like a, we feel that this is a good song. If I feel it's a strong song, regardless if it's folk, if it's. Uh, electronic dance music influenced or whatever you know if other a rock song or a big anthem like it doesn't matter as long as it's a good song yeah Bloop. i agree let's let's talk about incendiary we were talking off the air and you were saying that uh that that that's a a new word but is, doesn't that like mean like flame or something like that it it's it's like to combust uh when when two things come together to combust and uh, I wouldn't say it's a new word, but I've I've noticed when I tell a friend or whatever what what the song title is, and I'm like incendiary. Oh, and they'll kind of pretend they know what it means, and they'll be, 
Right. That's a great title. That's a great word. Uh, and I'll just be like, you don't have a goddamn clue what that means, right? <laughs> He's like, no, that's the first time I've ever heard it. So it's not that it's a new word. It's just one of those words in the English language that don't get used very much. Yeah. You know? There's lots up. of those, especially in Los Angeles. I find that nobody speaks correctly. No, we have a, they have you a know? whole language like, to themselves. You know, and that's starting to piss me off lately. Um, I don't know if you find this turtle, but, you know, when you're talking to people and they're cutting words in half, you know, it's like they don't even say goodbye anymore. It's just late. It's not even later. It's just late. Late. And then they hang up, and you're like, "What? Did the phone cut off? What? What's with that?" Or like session is turned into sesh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There is any more like abbreviated nicknamed words like (laughs) sesh or din din or (laughs) whatever. I I can't take those. Which is hilarious because like din din is longer than dinner. Some of these abbreviations are longer than the words. Have more syllables. Yeah, it's like for seer. For seer. Is that like seriously? If someone said that to me, I would punch them in the face. I think you should. For seer. Twice. Reously. For seer. You should make a a song or something, you know, about about this. I'm going to, I might broach this. This might be a a subject I've overlooked. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, we just had on the drills and Phil X writes these songs that are very clever. Love And yeah, he's hysterical. He has a song with, um, that I was listening to this morning and the lyric is, uh, I want to punch you in the face with my lips. <laughs> Whoa. Like, I love that. That's awesome. Finally somebody said it. <laughs> exactly. No, Phil actually has some of the best song titles I've ever heard. Right, yeah. We were just looking at his record. We were talking, like, like, my favorite is... I wish my beer was as cold as your heart. <laughs> I remember the first time I was watching House of Blues, and he was like, I wish my beer was as cold as your heart. And I was saying, oh, shit, it's going to be this country song. It breaks right. out. It's just fucking right. super rock I know. and roll. Yeah. And in some way, you're like, man, I would really like a cold beer yes. that cold. Yes. <laughs> like a girl who's colder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that's pretty easy to find in L.A. In L.A.? Especially at the House oh of Blues. Oh, my God. Everyone's so warm here. Welcoming. Oh, I know. Are they are. Me? Yeah, well, you know, the way you look, no. lots of people want to welcome you. There's, there's <laughs> a saying, uh, I like my women like I like my milk, white and cold. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I do like a milky, though. I actually do like oh. the milky. The milky skin, oh. I'm a sucker for that. Milky. That milky contrast, white. milky skin and dark hair. Really? Because the other day I saw you with a blonde. What's up with that? You saw me with a blonde? Mm-hmm. I'm just calling no. him out. I'm calling him out live you on the air. Not see me with Some a like German chick, no. whatever. German? Like, yeah, he's like, I don't even remember. I don't remember. Do you, do you date the gamut, or is, are you just wow. strictly. I'm actually a very good boy. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave that with <laughs> Sure, sure you are. Wink, wink. I'm on the cusp of a life-changing kind of situation. Really? What's going on? Cusp. Nothing. I'm totally it, nothing. <laughs> I was believing it. No, but uh, yeah, I think when I was uh, younger and playing in Endeavor After, there was a stage where it was like a fucking buffet free-for-all. Right. You know, and now as... Now, as I'm getting a little bit older and wiser, it's a lot more quality over quantity now. And plus, who wants to deal with the fucking headache and bullshit in the morning of someone you don't know and like... Why? Morning? Even stand you? you? Why? Why are you here? (laughs) Why do you let them stay till the morning? 
Because I fall asleep. Oh, it happens. Sick. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's very telling. For, for whatever circumstance would hear that, girls would, would bring them to be able to stay over, not to be a dick or anything like that. Because it's not like they can't ever stay over. But if they do, you know, and you, maybe you didn't get to know them that much the night before or mm -hmm. something, and, and like, all of a sudden you're like, wow, I. You, uh, I can't stand you. I leave. Why, why? Why did I do this? <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Endeavor After. That was your previous band, and yes. um, you were signed to Epic uh, Sony, Sony yeah. right? That, you were signed. You were a signed artist. Yeah, signed, signed touring what the, like what does mega. Signed even mean these days? It you means a mean? lot. What does it <laughs> even mean? It means that. You have some people backing you. It's yeah. a good thing to be signed. It is a good thing to be signed. But it's it's nice that now we're coming to an age where like you you don't have to completely depend on that, and you can get your music out there, you know, with the internet, and it's been an amazing tool for musicians. You know. well, that's true. It also puts a lot of shit out there too. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's happened is because of the internet, you can't sell any records anymore. So there are no record sales. But at the same time, if your record's good, it doesn't matter if it's not being sold. It's a good promotion tool right. to get right. people to come see you. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, so it's yeah. While the internet was great for people seeing you, it, it was also bad for you know being a rock star. Right. You know. It, yeah, it does. Huh? It makes <laughs> anyone with a laptop. Yeah, it's the same thing for like being a, a model. You know, everybody is a model now because they have an iPhone and a computer. Do one of these. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're all freaking, you know, uh, supermodels. But hey, if, if if you can get there, you know what I mean, and get that contract, you know, who are we to hate? You know what no, I mean? No, I'm not hating. Yeah, no, I'm definitely loving. not hating. We all got to get there, you know what I mean? And yeah. it doesn't matter how, as long as we get there, Luckily I think. Luckily, that, now we all have a tool. Right. Our, our voice can, can or can't right. be heard. And people can hear all your music uh, on your Facebook, which is uh, facebook.com slash Michael Grant Official. We encourage you guys uh, to go there and uh, listen to some of the tracks, just like uh, Incendiary, which we just heard. Uh, thank you so much. I know the, the, these tracks, they're not uh, out yet, so I no. think, so we're the first to like debut them. This is actually like, the very first debut. It's kind of a big thing. Yeah. It is a big thing. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, because you can... You you can mix a song or, or, or work on a song to the ground. So it could be 10 years. It could be a Chinese democracy. Oh, someone's... someone's, someone's <laughs> <old. Yeah. laughs> but it could be like a Chinese democracy situation where you're just mixing it and mastering it and just redoing it over and over again. At some point, it's like, when do you decide, all right, I can, I can totally live with this and I will never cringe from this mix or right. from this version. Okay. And you hear it a month down the road. You're like, God... Damn it! <laughs> Way too much reverb, like yeah. for whatever reason, you know. So it's it's a it's a it's a big thing to be able to just like, okay, let go, let go, let them hear it. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Here we go. So here we go now. And this is your first project that you've done just by yourself without Endeavor. Yeah. Too. So that was a big. This is a big step because you you build this like dependency when you're in a band, mm -hmm. and every member is a. Co you know, a cog working together, like you're a gang and you're all working together. And when they're gone and you're, it's just you, like in my experience when I was first starting this, it's just like, what do I do? Like, where it's, do I go? Where's my guys at? Like, where's Tommy? Where's Eric? Where's Kristen? You know, like, 
it's a it's very it's a scary thing at first. It's kind of like uh, you know leaving the pack and like stepping forward into your own light. It's it was it was a journey. It was a long journey. I, there was like a year I didn't know what the hell to do with myself for a while. Well, that's you were on top of the game at that point, and then all of a sudden you decided to leave that. What what brought you to that decision? Well, to be honest with you, I was like I said, I'm a songwriter. I have vast different influences from pop to rock to jazz to blues to I love electronic music I produce electronic music actually and um, I wanted to have a you know I've always wanted to have like my own band where it's something and Endeavor After was sort of you know my big rock and roll fuck you hats off to all my influences of yesteryear but towards the end because we were on the road for like six years. And towards the end, my my heart wasn't truly into it anymore. And I was kind of losing myself as a person and being a douche, just all around douchebag. And uh, I think I'm at a place now where I'm very comfortable with myself, or I'm very comfortable with like what I'm writing, what I'm putting out. I don't really think about it anymore. Like, ah, oh, I gotta sell records. When it was in Dead Raft, I was like, Hustling. Oh, I gotta write the perfect song. It's not that I don't give a shit about writing the perfect song anymore, but I'm just more at peace with where I'm at now, and it makes everything more free flowing. Mm. You know, that's good. Creatively, spiritually, mentally, all that shit. So, yeah, that was it. Was it was it was a weird journey though in the beginning. You know, when when we first basically I I left Endeavor after and just kind of like disappeared so I think, I think it might have been like a self-sabotaging move because deep down my higher self knew what I really had to do even though at the time I had no fucking clue right beautifully articulated <laughs> you're linked to that one it's funny because one of my artists uh, Dan Reed he, uh, the Dan Reed Network was out on the road with the Rolling Stones and Bon Jovi it's my and, Filipino brother yeah that's right and because um, you look a lot like him it's frightening um, but he's like you know on top of his game and decided to do the exact same thing except for he shaved his head first right and which if you do that I will <laughs> kick your well you know that I did just take off like two feet. I of hair. saw that, wow. and, and yeah. I actually shed a tear. Yeah, well, a lot did. of people did. You know, yeah, his hair was did. insane. It looks better like this. No, it looks fantastic. It was fantastic, actually like we were going back to what we were talking about earlier. It was part of the, sort of the reinvention of myself. I, I feel like we, can, you know, just like uh, Samson and Delilah, we all carry a certain like energy or or past in our hair. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And so cutting it was like a. a a big exercise in like letting go and letting go of attachments because I was really attached to it and people don't ever fucking cut your hair every girl is like if you cut your hair I swear to god I will fucking kill you okay <laughs> seriously don't do it and if you do donate it to me so I can make a wig out of it and <laughs> did you did you donate it you should I didn't actually I was a puss about it and took off about a foot at a time so it took like three sessions before it you know looked like yeah. this um at first, it was like, okay, let's just take a foot off, cut off. That's a foot, insane. Another foot. Can you imagine Turtle cutting a foot? 
off your hair. That's like insane. That's uh, a lot of freaking hair. It, it is, but at the same time, I, I could see where he's coming from of just because it's just like me whenever I jump into the pool. I don't right. jump into pools. Right. I'm I'm the guy that you know I slowly <laughs> you know, first, yeah. maybe dip my toe in exactly. <laughs> the temperatures like. Skirt around the edge. <laughs> Maybe have a beer on the side. Wait exactly. for it. Wait for it. <laughs> Takes me 30 minutes to enter a pool. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's you. You just like are in your head about it. And then you're. I'm the jump and, head yeah. first in the cold water kind of yeah, person. Me too. And then whether I instantly regret it or not, I'm just like, well, you did it. Yep. I know, 15 years old. I, my parents are having this like coming out party for me in, in Palm Beach. It's like the big. Your parents thing. are gay. My parents are not gay. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. And it I wasn't you said, that kind of. Coming I thought you out said party. coming out party. It's like you know a quinceanera. <laughs> quinceanera. Yeah, like that. It's um, Max trying to speak in, Spanish. Uh, yeah, right. In, what does quinceanera in, mean? Like you're 16. It's like 15. Like yeah. sweet 15. Sweet 15. It's in Palm Beach. It's kind of like that, and you um, you show up with like 15 other girls in white ball gowns and you come down the stairs and there's guys with like swords and you yeah. know it's like cotillion ish yeah. you gotta remember this is like back in the 1950s right so <laughs> I, I, I think of Filipinos no it's, it happens something right now similar right yeah they do i think we call it the same thing or maybe we, yeah did you yeah, say cotillion yeah, she no, did cotillion, yeah. yeah okay that's what we call it yeah we call it so cotillion. oh see that's so sexy Dang. Can you say that again slowly? Cotillion. Baka meron kang gustong sabihin ko sa aking langway. Look at you. Okay. I love um, it. So I'm coming down the stairs and like, you know, I knew my parents were going to try to sell me off for like a goat and two pigeons or something like that. So <laughs> I think they can get you for cheaper, you know, maybe one goat. Two goats, I mean, come on. Come on, Max. No, it was sad. So um, I had a mohawk when I was standing at the top of the stairs. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. My, my parents did not think that was cool at all. They didn't think that was cool. But I just jumped in like that because I had long hair and I just right. like... It was it a, you instantly regretted it kind of thing? Absolutely or? not. No, right. it was fuchsia too. So I was like combat boots, white ball gown, fuchsia mohawk. That sounds awesome. Right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> that you know, that's awesome. how I had to do it. I was like, you know, it was all or nothing at that point. Right. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's exactly how I felt. I wanted to do it all or nothing the first time, but yeah. um, like the friend that I was with was just like, no, don't, don't take it off. Don't do it. No, just, just, just a little bit, and kind of made me second guess yeah. what I really wanted to do. Yeah, it looks really good though. Thank you. Oh, yeah, it does look good. And, and stylish. And if I can speak about your style real quick, because um, you're very thin. And here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm thin, but I've lost a lot of weight. Right. And you're the only person that I know that can that has this answer. But, every, I, okay, like, I shop at Target, and, you know, for my clothes and stuff like that. I'm not, like, some rock star that just, you know, gets <laughs> stuff thrown at me. You need to get Al Bain to make you some clothes. Maybe. He, but, was Al Bain. he is Al Bain, Al Bain Leathers. He's, like, insane. He's doing a line of clothing for me um, called Max Wass's Liquid Body by Al Bain. And it's not going to be leather, but it's going to 
be like this. Pleather. Because, uh, oh, you know, I'm not pleather. really a, a... Because I write for PETA and stuff like that, I don't, you know, want to... Vegan but, leather. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but it's going to be really, really hot and um, very rock and roll. But So you should Can we maybe go against the grain some. for a custom Michael Grant edition of the line where it's actually leather? Yeah. No, he will totally like, do that. He will totally do that. Albane leather. Horse hide. Yeah. Let's do a horse, right? Uh, well, a purebred. <laughs> but I just need la, 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 la. to know. I'm kidding. Where you get your belts? Because I, <laughs> I, there's like everywhere I go, they, they sell belts, but they're too big. Yeah. And what is with that? I have also, Albane. I'm a really hard a time. I'm a, I'm a 30 between a 28 to 30 waist, depending on the season. <laughs> Winter time, definitely going to 30. You know, right now it's that 30 stage. Turkey has set in multiple Christmas dinners and Christmas parties, mm-hmm. cookies and pastries. Like it doesn't end when it's the winter season. It's like impossible. But for the most part, like it's kind of, uh, I'm lucky enough to tour around and see a lot of new places. I, and I always kind of try to ask uh, locally or if I'm playing like a college town, I'm like, where's like the cool vintage shops or like where's the cool places around here for antiques or whatever and then mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just get the buckle at one place or, and I'll get the belt at one of these vintage shops and the great thing about vintage gear is you know people I guess were a lot skinnier back then because you know it's easier to find belts you yeah. know from vintage shops that actually fit me when I go to like the mall <sighs> why would I go to the mall <laughs> whenever I do go to the mall, maybe to go to the fucking Apple store, book a genius appointment, see what's going wrong with my Apple shit. Um, yeah, occasionally I'll, I'll walk in and try some. Maybe I'll go to like the Lucky Brand jeans and hope that there'll be something there. They'll have some cool stuff, but it's all like 36, 38 because I guess people are that size. Yeah. Here. Are they? <laughs> uh, that's, that seems like a, like a Midwest size, like 36. Right. I'm yeah. going to the Midwest next week. I'll let you know. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, I want you to go around and take pictures of everybody's belts. Oh, God. And see, you know, so we can compare. And we'll put them on the show. You know what would be really cool is if you just got a bunch of different belts and then took a photo of them for, like, your album cover or something like that. <laughs> I, I think that would be cool. I have one that I took on the road with me for, like, years, and it's this, this uh, brass... Uh, pot leaf. Oh, I saw a picture of that. And that is the one that's like, for some reason, it gets it gets me free weed a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also usually take a picture with that belt with no shirt on. Th- yeah, that too. And honestly, girls, uh, you need to go and look at his pictures because. Great pecs. Oh, like, no meat on it. It's, like, very nice. You guys yeah. really have to concentrate on my eyes. Great eyes. <laughs> Great no, eyes. back to the music. Oh, that's right. Oh, like, this is a music show. Music. I wanted to talk to you. You play so many different instruments. It's it's incredible. You yourself are your own band. Right. But why the decision to bring in other guys? Um, for the, the Assassins. The Assassins are essentially an interchangeable cast of friends of mine who it makes it easy so no one really gets their feelings hurt you know someone can't make a a show I'll have a backup and whatever but for the most part when I'm in the studio I, I I like I like to be alone or just with an engineer I don't like to focus on engineering because it totally sucks for my creative juices as soon as I have to think about editing something like I just want to concentrate on playing whatever 12, 15 instruments are there and have someone. Um, I don't like too many cooks in the kitchen. Fuck shit up. (laughs) 
turtle is the same way. I make. Sh- I, th- there's only one cook in this kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> it's not always me. Imagine if you had another dude in back you'd saying, you know, I don't know if you're doing this right. Or, and, and it happens. It happens. Yeah. Usually members will come in, um, even from my past bands, and I'll have a track that's about halfway done. And I'll tell them, it's rough. It's halfway done. It's going to sound totally different. But they're like, well, I want to hear it. And soon fucking, you know, 30 seconds in, they're like, ah, oh, man, that sounds like uh, uh, a white snake riff, or it sounds like a Smashing Pumpkins riff. I'm like, it's not even fucking done. Like, you're, you're, they, <laughs> you're they judge it, and already. then they make you second guess, you know, your, what you would naturally do creatively. Right. And that's why I, like, I just like to be alone and have a band. I, I mean, I can't perform it live. It would be like rock star karaoke if it was just me and a drum machine, press play, and then I sing and play mm-hmm. guitar. I actually really enjoy connecting with musicians. And, uh, you know, I, I get to do that live. What I can't do in the studio, I get to do live, you know? Yeah, it's awesome. What we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick break uh, since we are talking about music. And uh, we are going to hear a song. And this is going to be Time Machine. And we're going to have more with our guest, Michael Grant, right here on the Tortoise and Hare Experience. Two, And laughter all 
with the tortoise and hare experience and uh you know thank you so much uh for uh letting us play time machine actually that was my favorite song uh that 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 you sent me and 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 it was my favorite only because i heard the other two and they were not necessarily alike but uh like incendiary it was very hard and then i hear this one a good contrast uh you know, to it. So it, it got me to really start thinking, like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, I think that song would be the perfect song for Doctor Who. I've never seen that show. Oh, my God. You have to see that show. Anything with a time machine or time yeah. travel. Well, or, that's all you know, that it's about. Telekinesis, you know. teleporting. Any yeah. tele, really. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it, it's sick. That's, like, the perfect song. I've and for all show. of you geeks out there, it's insane. It's so good. I love it. It's really, it's very kitschy and funny right. and um, sci-fi-ish and uh, ahead of its time. I and it's like been sci-fi. on for so many years. And there's been so many different doctors. And um, so, yeah, you should yeah, check. It out. And the time machine that they have, it's like a, a police phone booth kind of thing from London. And he walks in, and then it's like this big, huge thing, and it's called the TARDIS. Right. And uh, The tortoise? Tar- <laughs> the tortoise. <laughs> Turtle's like all excited. Right. Oh, the tortoise. No, the TARDIS. Um, but that, that song, Time Machine, I could totally see that on the show. See, what so. I would like to come from Time Machine is that the Mac, you know, like Mac hits me me up and they're like because you know they have time machine on their Macs mm-hmm. to back up your computer yeah there maybe you they go give me a little endorsement go. couple free iPhones maybe an <laughs> yeah, iPad huh? look into the cameras uh, <laughs> time machine how perfect is it come on there's a million things you can do with that song it's such it's such a good song yeah very, it can reach a lot of people very folksy tell me about uh, your decision for that uh, I have like I said I have vast influences you know, folk influence for Bob Dylan, uh, uh, Donovan, you know, uh, Joni Mitchell. And I just wanted to write something that could kind of contend, I suppose. That particular song I wrote with a friend of mine, Sean Barry, who also plays in Michael Grant and the Assassins. He plays, he's a multi-instrumentalist as well, so he plays like guitar, bass, and he kind of jumps between. Yeah, he's phenomenal. I was yeah. uh, him noticing him on the Him and I wrote that song that together. Um, I actually wrote it in a, in a bathroom. I wrote, like, I was in my, my buddy's bathroom in Beverly Hills. I wasn't going to the bathroom. I just wanted to go to a quiet place. And every <laughs> other place in the house was kind of occupied, and I had that riff. We recorded it. And it was one of those songs that kind of wrote itself um, within, like, 30 minutes. And it was a song I didn't expect was going to have um, as much of an impact. But when I do show people or when I have played shows live, I'm always thinking, like, oh, one of these hard numbers is really going to connect. And people come back to me, <laughs> and they're like, your set was great. Loved it. You guys are amazing. But that Time Machine song. Right. And I'm like, really? Because I was almost going to take that out of the set. Mm -hmm. You know, we usually end up playing shows with all these hard bands. You know, you play the Viper Room or the Whiskey or whatever, and it's all these rah, 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 testosterone, gusto, heavy metal. So you naturally, or I naturally feel a, a slight trepidation of what songs I should play. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just put the heaviest songs on the bill. And luckily I have some, like, guiding angels, whether they're in the band or other people, are like, no, fuck that. Yeah. 
it's very important self just <laughs> takes over and just says you know what fuck it just do it how influenced were you by the bands that you toured with with Endeavor After because I know you toured with like Cinderella and Poison and Trapped and like yeah. all these phenomenal I, 80s I would say bands, a lot of the 80s so, bands totally unlike influenced you. me more than any of like the newer bands, no offense to any of the newer bands. I, I love all you guys. A lot of you are my friends. <laughs> but you don't influence me. <laughs> uh, Sorry. It's a lot of older bands. Um, I, I wouldn't say, like, okay, like we, I was influenced by like Poison and Cinderella because, not because I was like a huge fan of them growing up. It was more because they became like brothers or uncles. Um, yeah. But really, they became like brothers and, and passed down a lot of knowledge and like passed down the torch to Endeavor After and to me personally. Like, you guys are the next rock gods of America. <laughs> awesome. You know, and um, lightning. C.C. DeVille would, you know, he would put on his voice like this. And, you know, if there was anything I could do differently, <laughs> I wouldn't do so much fucking drugs, you know? Because right, yeah. I don't even remember, like, what happened the past 20 years. Yeah. Uh, he's like, so if there's any wisdom I could, like, pass down to you kids, uh, uh, what was I talking about? What was, what was, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you, you know, and... Uh, I was in a band with CC. So oh, were I, you? I was. Were you playing in his, like, punk, it uh, was, pop punk kind of project? It was um, CC DeVille and The Experience. And oh, cool. Yeah, it was uh, Carmine Apice and myself and John Popper. And, wow, uh, that's yeah. a cool lineup. Oh, no, it was badass. It that, was and that's very, uh, badass. that's a very diverse lineup of musicians. John yeah, Popper. Yeah, yeah, it was. Let's say it again, John Popper. Carmine Apice. Carmine Apice. Or Apice, however he's pronouncing it. He's in Vanilla Fudge. Yeah. Great band. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, we played um, a lot of, like, bluesy kind of stuff and some punk stuff. And it was It was really fun. CeCe's, he is a character and a half. He would pick me up, just him. In a tour bus, right. and we go to like. Hey, you know, Maxie, get on the bus. Yeah, we're gonna go to lunch, <laughs> and it's like he's, you know, we're on yeah. the tour bus. There's two of us, and you know, going to like Gladstones, and there's like, you know, he pulls into like, you know, the. Uh, um, into valet right. and then what are you going to do with the tour bus you know I mean you're they're expecting the whole band to get out and there's just me and him <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny he was he was such an inspiration like as a friend all the guys from poison all the guys from cinderella really i mean we had four months on the road together yeah and great guys to learn from great you know? guys to learn from um you know jeff labar the guitarist him and i became really good friends and he taught me how to play Led Zeppelin's Rain song. Oh, nice. And uh, Eric Brittingham. I mean, I didn't really get close to Tom Kiefer. He's he a sweetheart. Always, he's a sweetheart. And he was very sweet, but he was always very, um, like, aloof in his own mm-hmm. world. And plus he had the throat thing going on. Yeah, the, yeah. The vocal cord. Yeah, which happens. Shit. That's why all of you musicians out there, I want you to listen to me very closely. Stop smoking. <coughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, musicians don't understand this, especially singers, because they think, you know, oh, it's just gives me a little edge. Yeah. It gives me edge. No. What it does. It gives me edge. It, it gives me that Rod Stewart <laughs> rasp. Yeah, yeah, right. And and you see how he's feeling. Or ask Eddie Van Halen how he's feeling about it. So, he's having a hard you know, time. 
I'm like encouraging Somebody you to tells please. Me Eddie Van Halen smokes a little bit more than me, though. Uh, <laughs> Look, I love how we're all just looking at Max. Like she knows, yeah. she knows. Come on, Max, I have confirm no idea. this. <laughs> no, but, but he had mouth cancer. He got mouth cancer. So imagine. Proof that he smokes way more than me. Yeah, well, I, I've watched you smoke. Stop it. Look at my teeth; they're all white. Yeah, that's bleaching, honey. No. That's bleaching. What do I look but, like? Some you know. Hollywood bombshell. Whore. Yes. <laughs> you barely no. look like a bombshell. <laughs> well, there was the second part of that I was going to say, but I'm not going to go there. Hey, man, I'm, I'm here to confirm <laughs> stuff too. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's think about that. So, so tell me about this year and um, what big plans. You're finally releasing this album, or finally releasing this album. Um, name is there? It's got a name new management. It? Okay. Really awesome hot really management. Awesome is what management. I hear. Um, the name of the record is Anthemia. Uh, you love words that no one can pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like words that are unique. Or Anthemia is actually like. It's it's not an actual word. Yeah, you have no idea, do yeah. you? You just make them no, up. No, I, I, I made up... I kind of wanted to make up my own word. And anthemia, to me, is is like songs of a topic that is really worth writing about anthem style. Like songs that make us want to sing, or certain emotions that make us want to sing about them, you know? And there's certain emotions that... Uh, that really bring people together. You ready for this? We're ready. The main one being love, hmm. sex, yeah, drugs. Oh, yeah. But trust me, dark side of the moon. Yeah, this is true. Uh, Zeppelin, any Zeppelin? That the drugs are prevalent all over that. I, I they started talking about hobbits for crying out. Well, I think that they were more influenced Everybody by that, by you know, Lord of the Blings, as I call right. it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. That was great. But I mean, those are those are kind of like subjects that bring people together. You know, hate. That's true. Love and hate. Love those and big, hate. Big ones. And then there's the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And then there's a the senseless like, uns uns of the radio. Uns uns. <laughs> That's uns uns. That's sweet. It's just one beat. <laughs> Whenever you do that, I always go. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> I love that. That kind of reminds me of Nine Electric. Do you know Nine Electric? I don't. I don't. They are fantastic. But you have a couple of songs that kind of on that vein a little you bit. Tour together. You absolutely together. should tour with Max. Them. Make it happen. I will make that happen. Deal. You don't even know. I will make that Bam, happen. Checks in the mail. Yep. Nine Electric. <laughs> this is this is in my mind. I would do Oedipus, Nine Electric, Downtown Attraction, oh, and Michael Grant and the Assassins. That would be fucking phenomenal. Oh, it would. Sorry, I used a bad word. I think we should do. It. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's just yep. let's just put it together. Yeah, we should take Turtle out on the road. I think so too. I would love to. And a road podcast. Yeah, I'd bring my yeah. camera and just you know be embedded with we'll you guys. Do some, like Deont type <laughs> skits. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. All wear Dark Side of the Moon shorts and have my dick swinging all over the yeah. place. Well, 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 when uh, when should we plan this tour? It's right now. I think, <laughs> right I think now. you know um, it's cold right now. Oh, so okay. So it's spring. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, you, you were talking about like what else I have going on. I'm leaving for a tour. I also play guitar for LA Guns. We're leaving for a tour like Now please Thursday. explain which LA Guns that you're in. This is the Phil Lewis, Scotty Griffin and Steve Riley. Right. So the actual LA Guns. LA Guns. The actual LA Guns. And um, yeah, that, that was funny how, how I even fell into it. It was kind of just really random. I was rehearsing for uh, Michael Grant and the Assassins and I was at Cascade Studios in Santa Monica. 
And I walk in, and they're all outside. I think two of them are having a cigarette. They're taking a break. I'm walking in with my guitar. <clears throat> and then they stop me. Phil Lewis stops me. He's like, fucking hell, mate. He's like, who, who, who are you? You look great, mate. What's, what's your name? You play guitar? You play guitar, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I play guitar. He's like, do you want to come maybe play with us? And I was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's so, that's such a genuine, just hey. I like, wasn't trying to be a dick. I was just like, oh, uh, who are you? And he was like, oh, we play, we're in LA Guns, and you know, we've got a tour coming up. I was like, well, I, I'm, I'm just getting to practice for my own. I have a show tonight, and you guys come to the show. And invited them out. They came out. And then uh, the first rehearsal was like a couple days ago, and I think I played um, like one song and autumn, like instantly they were just like so when, when are we touring together I was like I don't know you tell me and it, now it's like three days away or two days away we leave on Thursday and we tour cool. the Midwest good luck man that's why I told you I'll update yeah. you on the Midwesterners belt sizes yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly one of my friends um, Delana the amazing uh, South African singer yeah, Delana awesome. yeah she's so hot she we was singing with the other and Motley Cruz together yeah yeah which that that was like a big thing the whole Ooh. Motley Cruz that was fun yeah one went to the Bahamas one to one went to uh, Mexico somewhere mm-hmm. in Mexico um, but Delana was singing with the other version of uh, LA, LA Guns. Guns with um, Tracy. Guns. Yeah, Tracy. That didn't go so well. <sighs> yeah, that was not that was not a pretty scene. But I hate <laughs> when a plan doesn't come together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it, it worked out. It worked out better for Delana because. What know, is she doing now? She's doing. She just finished her her record, um, her Great. new record. She's fantastic. You know, she's just such a ballsy singer. I have so much respect for her as a singer. Yeah, she's got you know, range. Just, and, and, and she's an itty bitty, tiny little person. She's like, a little, little teeny tiny, tiny baby little, carrot. Yeah, I know? mean her hair. <laughs> she's got all this like massive dreads, you know, that are usually uh, multicolored, and that stands Can about you three get feet higher. To smell really good. Or, I don't know. I've this is never an honest dreaded. question. Like, I, I'm not slamming anybody. I just don't know, and I have come into contact with some certain mm. persons who've had dreads that maybe didn't smell the best. Yeah. Well, she always seems to be I don't pretty. I if you can really get in there. And, and then I heard a rumor of someone who had like fucking spiders growing out of her dreads. It's gross. gross. It's the worst kind of gross. lice, right? I have, um, maybe you should do some dreads and then you could, te- you know, no. test it out for us. <laughs> I should have done it when I had, you know, when yeah, I had, yeah. had the hair, like, you know what? I'm going to dread it for a week and then I'm going to cut the shit out. Yeah. See, that's what you should have done. I know. Regret. Never. <laughs> Never. But Tom Hazard. No uh, regrets. My friend Tom Hazard, who handles uh, Angels and Airways and Oedipus, he is like this big giant guy with his dreads like down to his knees. And you, every time we go out and we're like having dinner or something, there is a dread in his food. And you just like, you know. Just How does that happen? Just terrifying. Like, <laughs> you know, that sounds like terrifying. So Every like time Tom. you have a bowl of soup, you're worried yeah, about you're, a lock coming out. Right, and gross. his are so long. Spiders like you go to the out, bathroom. Like Tim Burton movie. Right. <laughs> very rock and roll, though. I will say that. Very <laughs> rock and roll. That's <laughs> true. Hey, he just did this really cool uh, video with this band called Fire Tiger, who are very hot. There's this girl, Tiffany. They better be with a fucking name like Fire Tiger. Yeah, they're. 
where um, it'd be bad if you sucked and were very cold right? and you had a name like Fire exactly. Tiger. Exactly. But they did this really cool like Christmas video where he was played this like homeless guy and, and you homeless know, Santa. Yeah, it was kind of not like a Santa, but it was really really sweet. It right. was a really sweet video. So you guys should check that out online. FireTiger.com. Fire Tiger slash Facebook. Fire Tiger everywhere. Um, they're really cool. Yeah, and I'm shivering, man. It's cold in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's up. It is cold at NoHo2 Studios. It's all right. It's all right. I'm very hairy, so like. Yeah, he's got his own little fur. Yeah, I Which, do. Do turtles have, you have hair? Seen, like those cold poodles at the dog park. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have on my little like poodle jacket. <laughs> trying to keep it together yeah. and play with the other dogs, but I feel like that. Uh, every time I, I think of that, I conjure up uh, whenever like I go into like a model shoot or whatever, and it's cold. And you got the skinny models, and they're just freezing. Yeah. You know, always yeah, totally. These yeah. two totally always correlate with me. Um, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the My show. Pleasure, man. You guys are awesome. Really enjoyed it. And again, thank you so much for letting us play some of your music that isn't even out yet. Uh, so for more people that want to just you know get to know you and get in contact with you uh, go to your Facebook facebook.com slash Michael Grant official and um, thank you so much thank you Turtle thank, thank you Max you. we leave you now with break me with you we make sexy music it's nice I like it Oh.